Thank you for joining us on 21-ish Minutes. I'm Mark Dawson, one of the hosts. Hello, I'm Casey Miller. Finally, not alone. Right. You yes. are back. You are I've here been, to help I've been me. on reprieve for a little while. I, I've been on holiday, <laughs> as they say it in fancy places. <laughs> Where I come from, we just, I've been out of town. We've been out of town doing holiday things. Right. Yes. <laughs> Fun yeah. Stuff. We had to go get our babies. So we'll more on that later. And this, our special guest is Ryan Thompson. Hi, everybody. Or, as he sometimes goes, Ryan freaking Thompson. <laughs> right. That's awesome. He's been in real estate since 2003. Yep. And been on the planet. Over 30 years now. Well over 30. So he's pretty good <laughs> Thank at both. You, though. <laughs> Since 2003, when I was 13 years old. That's right. Yeah, with Michaela, eight. it's like she was in seventh grade when I started this business. <laughs> looking back is, wow. Michaela Stock, yes, she's a baby. She doesn't remember 911. Where were you during 911? In Virginia. Oh. Actually, about oh. an hour away from the Pentagon. Whoa. Which was pretty cool. And so, or not cool. So it was 9.15 in the morning back there, correct? Yep. And what were you doing at? I was at the office and then it happened and we all congregated around a tiny little TV. And when the buildings fell, you couldn't even tell that uh, what was really happening until I went home at lunch and I saw them fall. And it was a really sad way to start a podcast. Right. Sorry. (laughs) Where were you on 911? (laughs) It just came up naturally. We've recovered. We've done well. Yes. What about you, Mrs. Miller? You were eight? I was something? in sixth grade. Wow. Uh, yep. And I would just remember watching it all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I didn't understand On the tube that. TV. So it was 7.15 here when it hit. I didn't realize there were people in those buildings already. That was a horrifying thing to realize. I was a kid, so I didn't quite understand the gravity of it until now, but... Well, you guys know how I was during the pandemic, so you can imagine how I was. <laughs> so I don't know if any of you out there have heard there was a pandemic in this country and around the world a couple of years ago. Uh, ch- turns out it was actually three years ago, which is wild oh, to me. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that one day we were doing a ski trip, and the next day the whole world was shutting down. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. And our president said it would be over in a couple of weeks. Ryan didn't believe it. No, I didn't believe him. <laughs> I had a different thought of where this was going to go. Hold on a minute, though. When the pandemic <clears throat> was coming... I was sitting in this room at my desk, and I remember you came into my office in, like, August or September, and you're like, there's a bat virus. Buckle up. And I'm like, okay, Ryan. And then I'm like, (laughs) oh, shit, he was right. (laughs) I remember I texted Julie, and I said, hey, this is probably going to be a little life-changing. And she texted back a couple days after it hit the fan. And she's like, yep, you're right. This is life-changing. That's why I believe every prediction you have. Well, thank you. I'll start <laughs> okay. making more. We're going to ask him just for the good predictions. and Yeah, no. let's stay away from the negative stuff for sure. <laughs> so Ryan is such an upbeat, positive, really smart guy during the pandemic. He was not as much. Yeah. <laughs> My composure was gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, as as great as you are, I wouldn't say those were your, that was your best year. No, <laughs> I'll agree. His wife? contacted COVID. I remember him saying, I told her, just go in the other room. I need to think this through. He basically <laughs> quarantined her himself. <laughs> she was a little disappointed in that decision. Oh They're no longer together anymore. This guy is on the market, ladies. If you'd like to look up his picture, Ryan Thompson, T-H-O-M-S-E-N. Billings Holmes, M-T. Wow, thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. Names are personal. We got to get them right. Got to plug you out there. So one thing, Ryan's been in real estate since 2003. Right. If I'm correct. Yep. And we were talking about this, all the changes in the business. I thought that this would be interesting to people. What's changed and what's the same? So would love to hear from you on what you remember from those early days that's so much different than now oh. and, and what remains. 
There is so much different. Like you had mentioned earlier, the one thing that stays the same is managing your client. And that's the most important thing is managing your client. But overall, everything's changed. When I came in, the internet was just coming on. Right. And that was a huge deal, being able to log on and look at your hot sheet rather than waiting for the MLS to fax it over to the office. So the hot sheet, for anybody who doesn't know, is the new listings and fall-throughs and sales that came through that day. Like, what's new? Right. And now it's so easy. You just log on, look, pull the hot sheet and yep. done deal. Back in the day, you had to wait on the MLS to right. send over the hot sheet from the day before, and you really had to be in the office to yes. answer the phone. And yeah. so it was so different. When you say manage your client, you're talking about managing expectations, making sure you're doing all you can for them. Right. Really. That'll never change. Yes, for sure. One memory I have, I got into business in 1993. Nobody had cell phones yet. I mean, you saw on TV really wealthy people with bag phones or that kind of thing. And Maxwell Smart, does anybody remember Maxwell no. Smart? The shoe phone, it was like a I just think of the car phone from Seinfeld. That's like the only thing of, I yeah. can think of. Yeah, right. The bag right. phone. Yeah. Yes. So in those days, we had, there were answering services. Do you guys remember this? This was just places that would hire people to answer the phone and say, I worked at Remax at the time, Remax of Billings, and they had no affiliation with anything real estate. All oh. you could do was leave a message. So you're paying somebody to do what a voicemail would do. And, and your voicemail was around forever. I'm like, why are we paying these people? But I was young and opportunistic, and people would call on the weekend. They'd call the main number and leave messages, I'd go in first thing Monday morning, they'd pack a white slips. I'd call every one of them back and say, my name's Mark, I saw you called on this, can I help you? And people love to be asked, can I help you? Right. Monday so was, was a big day back right. in the day. Yes, wasn't it? Oh, huge. Because yeah. you wanted to be there Monday morning first thing for the floor calls or the new hot sheet from the weekend. Right. Mondays were a big deal. Yes. Now every day's Monday. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> World's Monday. That's right. <laughs> I love how Mark keeps looking at me and going, do you remember this? I'm like, yeah, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 33. I don't remember this, oh, but. She had to throw that in. Sorry. Right. Yeah, <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> yeah, the viewers can't see the difference in the our eye lines mm-hmm. and the lack of those on Casey. It's Botox, Correct. guys. You can get it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would work on me. We have to stand on our wisdom. That's right. That's right. My favorite thing is when you're like, you used to have to write offers. You would write them up with people in person. Yep. And then you'd take it to the other party, drive it across town to deliver to the other party. And then they'd call the sellers. And then you would physically present the offer to the seller and the other agent. Had to be there to present. That was a big deal. Always present. Yeah. It's crazy. And, And you know what's. What's really screwed about that, honestly, or whatever a better word for screwed would be, is the buyer agent would schmooze the seller. Oh, these people love their house, your house. They have a two-year-old daughter who loves your right. bedroom. All the fair housing and, uh, things. Yeah, think, yeah, exactly. Violations all over the place. And they would say things that weren't in the offer. Well, they're, you know, they have it written for financing, but they could pay cash if they had to. And the seller has all these great expectations based right. on things that are just verbal. It's like something in the wind. It's like somebody saying we should do lunch sometime. You know. That's right. And, What counts is what's written and committed to, right? That's right. And then when the seller or when the buyer's agent would leave, if you're representing the seller, then you just say, don't worry about anything they just said. Well, let's talk about the actual offer. Don't even worry about what they said. So it was really, there was no point. I'm more or less wondering how you guys got around the heights without like Google Maps. Oh, man. The Garmin. Remember the Garmin? Sure, but even before that. Oh, it was awful. There's a map in the phone book that was like eight pages. You'd have to, you'd look for a main street. The patriotic streets, Constitution, Freedom, all those. 
They're windy and hinky. Uh-huh. And I'd wander around forever like, man, I might die here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I still wonder that when I go up there. I'm just kidding. So that's why I started Great memorizing street. numbers because in those days, if you didn't have the number, you had to grab the phone book from your car and yep. look up a number and yep. you know, some weren't listed. And so now I, I keep your number in my noggin. I keep your number in my noggin. Some of the better bars and restaurants. Mm. Well, yeah. Golf club pro shops, they're in my head. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember back in the day going out and doing dry runs just so I would not look like a oh, fool. Right. So I, before I picked up the buyer, because you Sorry. always rode with the buyer, which is a difference now, too. That you don't ride. No buyers get in your car anymore. Back in the day, that Nobody's was. Nobody's getting in my car. You always right. had buyers in your car. So why do you think that's changed? Was that the price of gas or what was the deal? Like everybody wanted to ride with me. I was young and poor, I had crappy cars and I had a hard time keeping them clean. And then there's liability. Sure. And the liability we took on by having a full-on family. Right. Like, throw the car seat in and let's put the child in. It's like, <laughs> right. what in the world were they thinking? And once in a while, they wanted to drive. Yeah. I yeah. remember riding in the back of an old Trans Am where the people, they're both up front smoking. <laughs> and for those of you who aren't from Billings, Homewood Park subdivision is not oh. what we would call glamorous. Fair housing laws be damned. It's, it's not great. Yeah, there are a lot of Agreed. mobile homes with add-ons and dogs on ropes and you can get meth. And resell it if you want to in that neighborhood. True. And so I'm sorry if this is offending anybody, but the truth sometimes is offensive. So we're looking through Homewood Park. <laughs> I'm right in the back of this Trans Am with these people smoking, and I'm car sick and smoke sick, thinking, how did my life get to this freaking point? <laughs> that was a low point. I really hope this then. world changes a little bit. But <laughs> where we'll be in 20 years. Thank God we get to drive our own car on showings. That's right. It's better for the clients too, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, they can talk about when without you being around right. to going to the next property. Yeah, it it seems more seamless now than it yes. did. Well, and then. plus, if there's a like, I could see either of you two causing a marital tiff because you're both so attractive. Like, I saw how you looked at Casey, and he's like, <laughs> "What? I didn't know. I find her dumpy." And or like, "Oh, Ryan seemed to really like you. What? I, I didn't even notice that he's really handsome." Happened they all can the get, time. They can work through that. Yeah. Before you all get the to time. The all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And with Laura, it happened constantly. So Laura Odegaard, Ryan, who just mentioned, was one of the most preeminent agents and humans. Yeah, in the, she was. She'll listen to this, I bet. So She will. Yeah, yeah. If we take her, she will. She Hi, will. Laura. She was on the board of Realty Rag. She would volunteer at the women's prison. And she took it very seriously. I mean, super classy lady. She would go down and she's very serious about religion and trying to help people. She that was, was the, so cool. She was the type of agent that would have been <clears throat> successful in any city, in any market in the country. Yes. She just had that it factor. She was, a, she was amazing. And when you say it, there's exclamation points behind that. And there it's is. bold, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> very bold. <laughs> One of the coolest things about Laura, she's, you know, like I mentioned, very devout. She was at another Prudential Fulbrook. She was right. there for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And she decided that you guys yep. would like to come over here. And I was so honored and flattered. And uh, it was a little bit like... The Hall of Fame player being traded and the player to be named later, Ryan, was the player to it was be so named. The rookie of the now year. Now he's become yeah, the Hall right. of Fame player. Yeah. It's really cool. But anyway, at the time, we had an agent get arrested in that cocaine conspiracy about 10 years ago. And I thought, man, I better, this is this really straight-laced lady. Even I'm offended by this. I better tell her. And I thought she wouldn't come here, you know, which, hey, that's a bummer, but this happened. And she, her first thing she said was, well, we need to pray for and her family. There you go. And That's Laura. Is there anything I can do for you? She was all about backing people. So class. She was all about character. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing better than someone loyal like that, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. And that's Laura in a nutshell. Yeah. Loyal all the way. Absolutely. Kind of like you. I like to be loyal. Yeah. Loyal, loyal. loyal to goodness, to yourself, to the yeah. right thing. And that's right. People are, yeah. That's right. That's cool. 
All right. So speaking okay. of that, we're, we're talking about what changed in real estate and what stayed the same. That That's one thing that's been the same for a long time. Way back in the day, everybody, all agents worked for the seller. And it was carpe diem. No, not carpe diem. That's seize the day. It was the day. It was some other damn Latin term that meant buyer beware. And it changed in the early 90s. Carpus. Some, Corpus Christi? No, that's a place that has tornadoes. I, I'm pretty, I, feel like I'm on the, I feel like I'm on the right track. <laughs> I bet we could Google this. Anyway, it was buyer beware, <laughs> and now it's changed. And mm-hmm. it, it's really great that the buyer agent works for the buyer's best interest. A good buyer agent doesn't care what people buy or when they buy it. They care that they do a good job and they get what they want. Represent their clients. Represent the clients. That, mm-hmm. that, that was a really good change. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And so that'll be the same forever. Yes. And isn't it funny, you guys, like you've seen the negotiations on new home or on any homes. Buyer wants to pay less. Seller wants more money. You usually come to a number fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. you don't. Yeah. It goes away. Right. Yep. yep. So you get that done. But man, the home inspection and all that negotiation, how much more arduous is that? Than the initials. I've always said, and I don't know if it's a proper way to say it, but I, I've always said that that's where we make our money. Sure. I mean, that's really where value, we come right? in. Our value is to be able to Oh, man- you mean realtors? Yeah. Yeah. And ju- yeah. Just to be able to manage the inspection mm-hmm. process. That is such a tough process to manage. Um, you got emotions. You have to find contractors. There's just so much involved right. that, yeah, having their back is really important. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier, and the conclusion we came to is that as long as there's a conflict of interest, which there always will be, mm-hmm. and that humans are basically selfish and borderline unreasonable, <laughs> there will always be a good need for people to help with those negotiations. It'll always be an important job. Well, like we talked about earlier, like Walmart and Costco thought that they were going to come and take over our in- industry. Yeah. And it, we're, we are necessary. It's more complicated than that. Yeah, it? it is. It's funny. It's the information age, but it, I don't think it's the understanding age. I feel like there's less understanding with more information. All the and time. that's, you know, in saying that, that's one thing that's changed too, is the consumer is way more educated. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that's where they think that we're not needed right. or they can just do it. But managing those emotions and what is inside the What's real information, how do you interpret it and all that. Yep. I saw a funny meme that said the, let's see, it's the A and Zillow stands for accuracy. So the, like, the A in Zillow stands oh. for accuracy. That's so good. For anyone who doesn't know, there's something called a disclosure state and a non-disclosure state. So mm-hmm. in most states, am I correct, Casey? It's 39 out of the 50 states. I think it's around there, yeah. So it's public record to see what something sells for. We're in Montana, Wyoming. We protect our inventory. States. Sure. That information is it's private to the individual. And so Zillow will know what something is for sale for, but they won't know what it's sold for. And... You know, they're a good wild guess. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> they are. Yeah. But they haven't walked through the home. They haven't seen if it's been remodeled, redecorated, if it smells like cat urine. Yep. They don't know. Mm-hmm. And so. And I think people in Ver- or people in Montana, I think they finally know that now. Yeah. I think we've educated them enough finally in 2023 right. after 10 years <laughs> that Zillow has no clue what they're talking about <laughs> with our right. values. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a user-friendly website, isn't it? It so is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's cool. So, Ryan, we should talk a little bit about what you do in the real world. Okay. What is... (laughs) Outside of real estate? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's your current adventure? My current adventure? Well, right now, I mean, I'm doing the CASA thing, so I'm trying to give back. You know, with what I'm going through, I think giving back is always... CASA. Yeah. Court-appointed special advocate? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. So, fill us in on that if you don't mind. Court-appointed special advocate is just advocating for children that are going through the system and just making sure. So there's 
um, a child that's going through the system, a lot of times people... Um, For adoption or have been, have been taken away from their... Yes, or? if they've been taken away, so they're kind of in that in-between stage. Yeah. And so <laughs> it, it, just having somebody that is stable in the whole process where everybody else could be changing lawyers and judges, the one person that's constant yeah. is is the CASA. And so I've been with my child for about three years now, oh. so just watching him or trying to get him through to the next step. How old so is this child? He's in eighth grade. Okay. Wow. So he's really counting on you, and it's rewarding and heartbreaking, I'm guessing? It is, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Wow. Advocating for him is yeah. is really what it's all about, and trying to reunify is what a CASA is all about, trying to unify and that's advocate. That's amazing. It is amazing. But we don't have any say on anything. It's just advocating for the child's yeah. best interest. That's all it's about. Wow. And being their buddy. Too. And being their buddy. They're He's like such a cool kid. Shoulder to lean yes. on and all of that. Because so that's do that, just... like big brothers and sisters. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. It's a great organization. I did in oh, Virginia. Cool. Yeah, it's such a great I organization. To, but if you said, you know, you get too busy, you, you'll be like, you'll hurt their esteem because you'll be like, hey, sorry, dude, I got something came up. Right. Let's catch up next week. <laughs> like, yeah. This kid's already been abandoned. They don't need your. Problems. Yeah, they don't need you on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're a little busy. No, that's really awesome. And before that, you coached and then also yep. tutored basketball, right? Coached basketball, yep, yep. Coached so middle coach school. At St. Francis, yep. boys and girls. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And that was, that was just fun. Just, get, again, just giving back and, and giving back on something that I love, which I've always found that if you give back on something that you love, you'll always put more into it. So, you guys, Absolutely. I don't mean to be a cynic. Ryan's talking about giving back. But this is middle school coaching at a private Catholic school. <laughs> He's doing it for the money. I bet he made oh, you bet. dollars yeah. from that. Yeah. I bet he could go out to pizza from all the money he made. Oh, for that. sure. Through a pizza party. Barely. <laughs> Barely. That's so Barely cool. could pay my Highlands bill. That's definitely not what it was about. <laughs> it's wonderful to teach kids something that helps their self-esteem. It, it was so much fun. Yeah, it was cool. so much fun because you know you have so much more of an impact than just the athletic side of yeah. things. And you still love it. You I live do. for I, it. I love it. I, love I mean, it. he's always like, hey, make sure that your son's doing X, Y, and Z. And That's I'm like, cool. I don't, it's so it's really sweet because I'm like, why do you even care? But I mean, I, I don't have any kids, so it's nice to be a parent to other kids I don't have any responsibility <laughs> about. <laughs> if I screw them up, you yeah, your it's still your fault. Problem. <laughs> I'm just giving the advice. <laughs> they don't listen. It's not my fault. So how old are the oldest kids who you coach now? I mean, they've obviously grown up. And- yeah, so Michaela's husband. Oh, Michaela? Uh, stop. Or Hanser. Hanser now. Yeah. Uh, it, um, Peyton. Peyton Hanser, who's graduated from Bozeman. He's what, 26, 27? He was one of my first groups. Oh, hilarious. He was my third group. So... You could imagine my surprise when Michaela joined us and said she was her fiance was Peyton Hanser. I was, wait a minute. You're like, that's why I have no hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did get old. Got it. (laughs) Check. Grew up overnight. It's. I coached literally baseball for seven or eight years, and every once in a while I'll be usually it's at a urinal somewhere, and somebody like, hey, coach, you know, looking. (laughs) It's this guy with facial hair and a hat. Oh my god. And I last saw him when he was eleven. Right. And I look the same ish with more wrinkles and you know a little more weight. And they look completely different. They, yep. <laughs> it's it's fun. so fun to see them. It is cool. It's so neat to get, and to get some feedback, like, did I do okay? I don't like, even want to do that. How'd I'm you do? Where are you at in life? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> did I screw you up? Federal prison. And I'm oh, trying job, to think Mark. it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> there was one that's an attorney and an engineer. They both live here locally. So they I'd have like to, to outweigh. credit for that. Yeah. But Those I don't want the problem with the meth guy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Makes good sense, right? Yep. 
I like it. Um, you know what I was thinking about? I said, what's your current adventure? And you're like, I work for Casa. I was thinking more or less the thing you were telling me that you're buying. <laughs> that you didn't <laughs> want me to buy originally, but I mean, I'm I was down thinking about doing, you know, obviously keeping my home and staying here and doing real estate because I love real estate and I love my clients and everything. But I would like to get one of those vans that you can sleep in and down everything. Down by the river. Yeah. Not really down by the That's river. That's exactly the type guys. of van. No, it's not. It's a four by four Revel Mercedes. Those are All pretty, right. yeah, they're pretty nice. Sounds pretty That's high class. It's creepy, not it's just a, creepy. This is a high class van, ladies. <laughs> Climb on in. I'm not giving out candy in here. <laughs> well, I, I thought I'd be alone, but now that you brought that up, man, well, maybe now you brought up a good idea. <laughs> to give out candy, yeah. that'll get you. I yeah. guess we should probably do a little plug. Ryan's been, how long were you married or come in law? Like 15 years or something? 20 years. 20 years, wow. Or 18. 18. 18, yeah. And so Ryan's out of that now, and he's a super handsome, super congenial guy. <laughs> and here's the thing. He told me today, like, he doesn't care about looks. Like, if anybody knows a girl, doesn't matter if she's got a snaggle tooth, if she takes up two chairs when she sits down, it doesn't matter. He's all about the personality. So if anybody knows anybody... <laughs> Right. Wow, thanks, Mark. Yes, I appreciate that. It is all about character now. It is all about you character. need to see through Watch some big of the... beep over that phone number. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can let it fly. Oh, okay, got it. I like it. What are we missing? Upside of your week, downside of your week? Upside, downside, upside. Down. I'm going to do this. I'm okay. this really quick. Okay. The upside of my life, I have twin babies that were born exactly 14 days Ooh. ago. I feel like this oh. deserves an entire podcast. Oh, yes, uh, okay. absolutely. In fact, we should be done and then do another one on uh, this. Well, you guys need to do that. that I mean, you guys, I don't, you already have children, you know, your awesome mom and all that. I had no idea. I was looking forward to it. I knew it would be awesome. It's the best thing ever. But he says you, know, you don't get much sleep. I get more sleep because it's so cozy to go to sleep with these little dudes and they wake up and I wake up and I'll go back to sleep. It's, and I cannot wait for you to tutor them in basketball and you to tutor them in life. Oh, I just and like all I want to do is up. the village here is awesome. I just want to squeeze them so bad. Like I text, the I went, thing so ever. Robbie and I were out of town <clears throat> and th when they got back to town, uh, they got back Saturday. We got back Sunday. I pulled into town at two o'clock. I texted Mark and said, I will be there by three. And I was there by three. Robbie's like, why are you in such a hurry? I'm like, I just want to squeeze him so bad. <laughs> that was cute. She didn't even say hello to me for about an no. hour after she was there. No. Hey, Mrs. Miller, how's everything? He's, hello, is the office uh, on fire? Are we good? <laughs> <laughs> I've been joking about this, though, that they are so beautiful. Oh. And they're humble about it. They're <laughs> just like, <laughs> they usually really are. you really attractive people are kind of, kind of a little bit smug and cocky about it, you know, and they're not. But they're humble already. Yeah, I like that. that you so don't have great. a favorite? Good start. Oh, this is funny. I don't have a favorite, but Marky has a favorite with his mom because she's much more responsive. So I was talking about this the other day that some things we're just born with. Like I really lack patience. I, you know, I wish I would. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I've repeatedly apologized for that. But so Maverick is a chill little dude. He's like Todd Harper works here, just cool in every situation. He is so cool. When he needs something, wakes up, whatever is hungry, he might a little louder. Kind of like when you have a moment, I would like some help over here. Sure. Marky, he will go from being completely asleep to, so that's your son. Yeah, that's my son. That is Mark. Oh, and he's attached to his, I mean, his mom has great boobs. And I think she can calm him down a lot better than I can. Yeah. I don't know. Makes sense. What, I guess I'm going to get a couple pillows to put on or something. Right. So. He's also just the cute little peanut. 
They're so cute. God, they really are. I just want to go squeeze them right now. Like, what's Amy doing right now? Yeah, she's with the she's with the kids. We're gonna. It's a sunny day here in Billings, Montana. What is it? Eighty degrees. 17th or 18th today? Yeah. Sure. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every day's Monday. Every day's Monday. Yes, yeah, so we're going to go out and hang in the sun. Fun. Yeah. Good. That's Do you think great. they have any snuggles left in them? Oh, there's always more snow. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I texted Amy this morning. I'm like, hi, do you have 30 minutes? She's like, I'm not home. I'm like, God damn it. Cool. What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> no, I was like, oh my God, good for you. And what I was thinking was, are you kidding me? Where are you? Yeah, I right? I'm like you, on my way, home? but I guess I'll reschedule my day around you. <laughs> Fine. Fine. I'll make it work tomorrow. I can't wait to uh, play golf with Brian and these boys and be like, okay, watch his swing. Oh. Your dad's swing. I'll yeah. show you how to putt and how to pick up the ball in that cool way with your putter. And I can always buy a drink. For and how to friends. drop it really slyly without people noticing. Right. Again, the village with Greg. I mean, there's your golf guy. You have somebody for everything. Oh, man. That's one thing about me a little, little later in life is you end up with just, I mean, the further you go, the better friends you have, right? The That's right. Yes. yes. And you have somebody who's an expert in freaking everything. True. Awesome. You do. You're covered. We're covered, man. I was going to say the upside of my week was meeting them, so. Uh for real. Me too. That would be the upside of my week. I mean, yesterday. for real. Absolutely. I met him yesterday for the first time and that was so exciting. Did was, you hold him? I, you know, I'm really scared to hold babies. <clears throat> I can't with you people. They're I, not. It's fine. <laughs> They'll be fine. I just. I'm, you didn't hold them? No. You looked at them. I looked at them. I, I touched don't even it, like. I touched I his head and even, smelled it. I literally <laughs> walked through the threshold of their door. I walked up to a girl I had never met oh, that's helping them out. And I said, hand me the baby. <laughs> but you have two. You have two babies. I didn't even say hello to anybody. I'm like, I need a baby in my hands. That's a true story. I can't control myself. That's that natural instinct. Isn't that cool, though? She's so versatile. Seriously. She's a partner in this company. Very respected professional. When you come right down to it, just a mom at heart as well. Absolutely. Really awesome. A yoga mom at heart. Yeah. Yeah. Can have four beers at lunch. She can hold babies. She can do it all. (laughs) What did you say that one time? If you didn't do real estate, what would you be? I'd be covered in tattoos and teaching yoga in like freaking Bali or something. That's my favorite answer ever. (laughs) That is a good answer. I mean, I've never forgotten that answer and I just love it more than life itself. And it's so true. I feel like my life path worked out the way it was supposed to. I think it's better. (laughs) I do too. Do you have any tattoos? Yeah, I have oh, a couple, did? but okay. I mean, I'm not. Right, tatted. I don't live in Bali. You don't have a sleeve. No, okay. no. Tattoos but if you knew, right? No, not one. No, I never did that. Yeah. I was more scared of the needle. Uh-huh. It's kind of just being a wuss. Boring. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've realized lately all the things I, I'm not exactly scared of, but I don't care for. Those, those tunnels when you go from Las Vegas oh, to hey. Salt Lake. Oh, hate. <laughs> telling me, like, I don't care, ton- I don't care for tunnels. She's like, tunnels. Boats, airplanes, escalators, helicopters. <laughs> There's a lot of things you don't care for. Is there a common theme there? <laughs> yeah, like I guess traveling. they all move. I think they're all travel based. Yeah. They all move. Just trying to call me high maintenance. You know what I don't like is bri- bridges. Yeah? I do not like bridges. Hmm. Being on them or under them. Mm-mm. Do you have any rational fear, right? Probably going up ski mountains. Oh, what? On the chair? No, no. Well, on the chair for sure. Usually, the, like the first two weeks of every ski season, I've got to meditate. On the uh, on the chair going really? up, and then after a couple of weeks, then I'm okay being on the chair. But I'm talking about driving up. I always feel yeah, like I'm going to just fall over the cliff. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those either. But I have some bad dreams about those sometimes. Yeah, that would be my irrational. Glad we fear. talked about it, so we'll all dream about it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, should we do it? Just be cool and wrap this up. Probably. Okay. So right now, as a guest of honor, okay, like something that you would say, like, "Hey, do this in life. Just be cool. Do this, or it can be don't do this." Okay, I would say. 
to just be cool is to just be yourself and be good to other people. Wow. I mean, that's, isn't that what every old person. All of our guests come in with these like sweet, sweet nothings of goodness. And I'm always like, don't be a f- dick on the golf course. <laughs> right. Yeah, are some, like, don't use this lane, the middle lane. Yeah. Oh, lane. sorry. My, was no, mine too broad? No, it's, com- no, it's complimenting you. That's elevated. It's a big either. compliment because clearly Mark and I have our heads in the gutter and we're obviously <laughs> pissed at people driving way too often. That's funny. You know where that comes from is where, you know, when people pass away and they, or their heart stops and then they get yeah. brought back to life and they've interviewed and the one common theme with all of them is they all just say, just be good. Just be good people. Let's like they something. came back from that experience thinking or knowing that it's just everybody just needs to be good to each other. I and so that it. I just kind of heard that recently. So that's kind of where that came Brilliant. from. I love it. Com- wish- coming from a true meditator. Yeah, that's super cool. I wish people like Vladimir Putin would know people like Ryan Thompson. Uh, Listen to them. Uh, you know? You remember Ryan during COVID. <laughs> not no, to bring it back. Not COVID Ryan. Ryan. Not COVID Ryan. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to COVID Ryan. Not COVID Ryan. That's awesome. Dude, I think if I can speak for Casey, I don't know what you think. I think you're our best guest so far on the podcast. Stop. Your last one I with Greg was the funniest thing ever. I have yeah, to agree. Is- and you know what else? He didn't sweat once and his ears aren't red. I, no. I told Casey that if my ears got red and I started sweating, I just stopped mid-sentence to make sure you pick up the the lag. I like it. I can always pick up the lag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one last thing here, Ryan, because there's a lot of girls out there wanting to meet you at this point. I know they're going to want to know, what's your favorite band or singer? Favorite band or singer? You know, the first concert I went to was Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston? That was my first concert, but that's not my favorite. Okay. I would see, I'm more of a Coldplay, Dave Matthews, kind of that genre. I love that type of music. Love that that vibe. sense. Very good. And I do love a little Jay-Z now, every now and again. I like that. That vibe too. So Ryan's girls something to think about. Ryan's out there looking for a date to Burning Man next year. So ladies, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> Not so, sure I'm going to do Burning Man after what happened last or this year. Oh, oh yeah, there was a bunch of strandedness, wasn't there? Yeah, it flooded. I don't care for floods. The desert flooded. I do not care for deserts floods, or floods. Escalators, <laughs> helicopters, added to the list. That was added to the, the list. Groundhogs. <laughs> I don't like a lot of that stuff. Chairs I don't like with it at wheels all. on them. There's a lot of things I don't care for. So my goal will be, yeah, get my van, go to Burning Man, meditate. Full-blown hippie. Gosh, it sure sounds like it. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. Maybe I'll let my hair grow out. Well, we'll see you then. Why is it started? Can you tell me? Because I've no clue my friend. The only thing I know for sure is that this is how, this is how it is.